Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. Today's story has an interesting title, Born Once or Twice. It has a subheading, Leaders Can Learn. No one likes being ashamed, least of all a person of my standing in the nation of Israel. I am a Pharisee and a member of the Sanhedrin. I am therefore greatly respected by the common people. Allow me to tell my story as it unfolded. For some time, an itinerant preacher known as Jesus of Nazareth had been causing quite a stir among the people. Crowds followed him everywhere. Not only did he preach about his favourite subject, the kingdom of heaven, he had power to do amazing miracles. In some places, after he had passed through, there was not one sick person, whereas before he had gone to that town, there were many sick and dying people. However, he was a great annoyance to the Jewish leaders. On the one hand, he had not been to the school of the rabbis, and on the other, He preached in a new and refreshing way. The people hung on his every word, to the great embarrassment of the Pharisees, who believed they were the only ones who should explain the Scriptures. Worse still for the Pharisees and Sadducees, they could not trap him with the questions they put to him. He always had an answer that left them with nothing further to say. For some time I had been thinking deeply about this man, Could he be the Messiah? I knew from my study of the ancient prophecies that it was time for the Messiah to reveal himself. But how to be sure that he was the one who he said he was? So I determined to seek him out when no one else was about. I found that he had often resorted to a certain place at night to pray, so it was there that I met him for the first time. It was a face-to-face encounter. I will never forget. At the time, it brought me great embarrassment and shame. But as I later thought long and deeply about what he had said, I realised without question that this man had the words of eternal life. He truly was the Messiah. When I first approached Jesus in the garden, I determined to initiate the conversation. After all, I was a recognised spiritual leader in Israel and the senior man. So, in what I said, I acknowledged that he must be from God, as he had done wonderful miracles among the people. I was going to say more, but Jesus said something that I thought at that time was very strange. He said that if I was not born again, I could not enter the kingdom of heaven. Not knowing what else to say, I asked him, did he mean that we have to be born again of our mothers in the natural way? What Jesus said next was the cause of my great shame. He asked me why I did not know these things, seeing I was a teacher in Israel. My mind went back to some of the prophets who recorded the words of God, who had said that he would give his people a new heart, a heart of flesh, and take away their old heart of stone. This was obviously the birth that Jesus was talking about, and I had entirely missed the point. Jesus emphasised that the Holy Spirit, who does this work, 
cannot be seen, just like the wind that is invisible. His influence is significant and lasting. Jesus said that if people are not born again, that is in the spiritual way, then they do not have a part in the kingdom of heaven. Eternal death would be their destiny. I address this young man as rabbi, for though he was many years younger than I, it was obvious that he was the teacher and I was the learner. That night's meeting was the turning point of my life, for while I did not openly acknowledge to I knew him to be at that time, I later defended him. The majority of the Pharisees had ordered the officers of the temple to seize him and bring him before them. However, after listening to the wonderful things he said, the soldiers returned to the Pharisees without him. This greatly annoyed the Pharisees. They said, We ordered you to bring this usurper to be judged by us, so where is he? All the soldiers could say was, We have never heard anyone say the wonderful things he has. To this the Pharisees retorted, We cannot believe you men have been deceived so easily. Have any of us believed in him? The crowd that he always seems to have around him are ignorant people. They do not know the law as we do. I could not remain silent any longer. I knew this man was from God. So I made a statement that all the Sanhedrin and every Pharisee and scribe knew was correct. Our law says that a man must not be judged until he has been heard so that it can be verified what he has been doing and saying. My fellow Pharisees all turned and looked at me. One said, Oh, we have one of his sympathizers here, have we? Are you from Galilee? Don't you know there has never been a prophet from Galilee? Some months later, the ministry of this man I knew as the Messiah came to a heart-rending end. On the night of the Passover, he was betrayed by one of his own disciples, dragged before the Sahedron and before Pilate and Herod. He was cruelly beaten, had a crown of thorns forced upon his head and was taken out of the city to a place called Golgotha and crucified. I looked upon these scenes with dismay I could hardly believe that our nation would do such a thing to a good man. My thoughts were in turmoil. It seemed that time stood still at the dreadful moment of his death. I sought out Joseph of Arimathea, who I knew also believed in Jesus. Together we obtained permission from Pilate to take the body of the Messiah down from the cross, wrapped it gently in grave clothes and placed it in Joseph's newly hewn tomb. From that time on, both of us threw our lot in with Jesus' followers. Not many weeks later, a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit changed everything. Many priests believed that Jesus was the Messiah, and the good news of the gospel seemed to go like wildfire. How glad I was that I took his words to heart when he told me I had to be born again. This has truly happened to me. One day, when he returns to this earth, as he said he would, to take his people to be with him, I want to thank him for what he said to me in the quietness of that night on the Mount of Olives. The Holy Spirit did move upon me, and I have never been the same since. My name is Nicodemus. 
You've been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02-4973-3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.